Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey. I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your name, God. We ask that everything we do be to the glory of you and the glory of your name. We ask that you bless this podcast, God. We ask that anything that you'd have us to say is said in your name. We ask that anything that you would have us to do is done, God. We ask that every way that we can reach people, God, we reach them to spread the gospel and spread the good news of your salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We are so grateful to have you here listening with us um, to spend some time with us today. I'm, I'm thankful that you guys have stopped what you're doing and and you have clicked on and got on with us. It really means a lot. It's actually the only reason we can do what we do. So we appreciate you guys. And we're just going to start off by going around the table and seeing how everyone's been doing this week. Mark, you're up. I'm up. All right. I've been doing good. I So... Like I was telling you last week, and I told you guys, I think even before that, I started doing that challenge thing. Yeah. Found another path. And then when I got done with that one yesterday, it was like five and a quarter miles, which odd as it may sound, I know how tough. So I basically went up Riverside and down Hill Street. That's a section I didn't do the last time. Yeah. I know Hill Street's a half mile uphill or downhill, depending on which way you go. Yeah. I know it's a pain to run up because I've done that enough. Yeah. But I honestly think that the smaller gradual incline from when you turn off of division yeah. to go up to where Hill Street is, I think that's a little harder. Yeah, because it's longer. And yeah, I mean, you kind of, it's like when I used to run the 5K in St. Joe for the YMCA, their old course they had, they down by where um, Silver Beach Pizza and that is. Yeah. There's that long, winding, really steep hill. Yep. And I honestly, most times I got done running that one. The as soon as you cross that next intersection, you got like two blocks before you turn, and you're on flat ground again. But it's such a, it's gradual, such a low enough grade that you don't notice it until you're running it. And yeah. it seems like, even though it's a couple blocks, even though it's a lot shorter, mentally and physically, you're expecting flat when you get to the top of the hill. Yeah. But it always seemed like those two blocks were harder than that entire hill coming up. <laughs> harder it, it, on the mind or on the body? On the mind, and then by that by extending that, then the body, because you're body. you're expecting okay, top of the hill, it's flat, let's recover. We got you know, two blocks, one block, five blocks, turn around, sprint back. Yeah, because then you go back on the, another flat street. You go down to just before it goes down to go by the lake. Turn around and go right back, and yep. you finish by a little fountain there. But for some reasons, like it's always been those two blocks where you're expecting flat and it's not. Yeah. It's always like the hardest, <laughs> always seem to be the hardest part of the course. Just like that riverside, even though I know it's not as bad at incline, because you get a big chunk of it right there just past the waterfall. Right. But then the rest of it, it's like I'd rather walk or run up Hill Street than that little stretch of riverside. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful mark it was still fun though i got out how many miles are you up to now uh i am officially up to oh i can pull it up i know i'm at 34 percent um while you're looking for that i'm gonna talk to patty for a second okay. patty how are you doing this week i'm doing good i started walking <laughs> i'm not running but i'm I, walking. I am not running yet either he's walking too <laughs> okay so i started walking myself um just to get a little more um exercise and Get a little healthier. You know what I I heard uh, a guy do that I never thought about doing. Mm. That makes so much sense. Prayer walk. Yeah. What what better time do you have to where you're moving and you're also get to be yep. flooded with the environment, especially if we walk out like by my parents' house, mm -hmm. flooded with the natural environment of the smells, the the sights, the the birds singing and everything. What better way to to go on and pray than to do a prayer walk. I do that if I'm walking during my day, like in between clients, I'll do that. Yeah. But it looks like you're talking to yourself, you know, but I don't care. I just Who pretend cares? I'm on my phone or yeah. whatever, you Who know, cares? but it doesn't matter. But usually in the evening when I'm walking, I'm walking with someone else. So right. it's like you're talking to them, you know, but it is nice to pray or walk. Yeah. It or, is really nice. To or get you walk. a nice, like I got some podcasts I listen to while I'm out, you yeah. know, they're, Yep. Hour, hour and a half mm -hmm. episodes. Um, 
So out of the 39 miles, I'm up to 13.42 at this point in time. Good so job, you're close Mark. to half. Yeah, 34%. Like I said, I set myself uh, 10 weeks. I don't think it's going to take 10 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else, Patty? Um, not really. Any excitement? Excitement. Excitement. We went to Macedonia Church the other day. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't get to go last year, but this year was nice to be a part of. It's different for sure. Mm-hmm. It's always good to change things up to get out of the normality of things or get out of the flow, I guess, and kind of switch it up to where you're not doing the same old, same old, even though we never do. But right, it's just nice to see different places every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Casey Howard. Go, Sorry, go it makes you appreciate, you know, also what you have, what you have as a church family. And, Absolutely. You know, so. I don't know how anyone would live without what we got. I I can understand, you know, we're, emotions. we're talking about a little bit off of the podcast about how hateful people have become and how ungrateful people have ungrateful, become. Ungrateful, yes. But with the church family we have, it's easy for us to understand that. And it's easy for me looking at someone who might not have that or probably... I mean, the, there's probably a higher possibility of them not having a good church family than there is of them having one it's sad statistic, but it's easy to understand why people are so nasty nowadays because mm-hmm. they don't have any like love and kindness. That's all they have coming in, so that's all it can go out. Right, right. That's why it's... That's true. And even when people come, come, come at you with a sort of kind of arrow, as I guess, want to test your temper or want to test your your kindness or your patience... It seems like being around that sort of love, like Mark's talking about, that has been implanted in you so well, it's easier to, your patience doesn't run thin. You have a longer wick. You know, you're not so short on the fuse and you don't blow up so fast. That or you just don't react when the fuse runs out. Right. And you understand, (laughs) but it it makes a lot of sense to me. But I don't know how someone can make it without that Mm -hmm. because it's been detrimental to me in times of despair and it's actually desperate or detrimental to me to give out, yeah. to pour out. That's what because I fresh is being poured in as, as stuff is being poured out. So that's what I say. That's when you're the the person's just on cruise control. They're alive, but they're going through the motions. But that's they're it. not. That's yeah, it. they right. don't have a motivation behind anything, and they don't have. There's some people reason, that got. There's some people that got motivation, and it's motivation to be hateful. Yeah. And I was talking about it with a friend of mine today. It's just some people look at you having a good time, doing right within like a moral standard or a biblically backed standard, doing a good job, being friends, being and having fun. And some people look at that and they don't have that and can't have that, so they want to ruin it for you. Exactly. Right. And that that's terrible in my opinion. But go ahead, Mark. Yeah, because if they can't if they can't join in and they can't have it. Then their like their gut response is to tear it down. Right. That's but all they know. What yeah. God what God puts together, let no man tear no, yeah. apart. I'm pretty sure if you go back like to the original words, it's not let no man. It's like no, no man, man can. Will. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I I seen that and I know I noticed that and I'm very, very, very thankful for all of you. And then for the extended church family, it's been amazing. Yeah. Casey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm here. <laughs> that was a long Are you pause. awake? Are you awake, Casey? Yeah, I'm awake. I'm Casey awake. was pre-recorded today, so I just skipped a little bit. No, no, no. No, I'm all right. Sometimes all you got is I'm here for a minute, so that's what I've got to offer today. I'm here. <laughs> You've been here for a long time. I made yeah. you guys wait tonight. I'm so sorry about it's that. Okay. You're, you're like, good. Hey, it's fine. It's okay. We don't about- start like... Four hours ago, but sometimes we get to where we're talking for four hours, and, it's and like, we're just now still recording, anyways. Yeah, but I showed I showed up an hour ago. He just it's cut fine. out our pre, or basically our pre-show discussion. Is all got cut out, really? Well, I had to work long tonight, and I didn't have my phone. It was in the truck, so. And I got here earlier than I normally get because I actually worked. I punched in and did some actual work for my work laptop for an hour or two today as well. So. Is anyone going to ask me how I, I was going to, but you just got to give me a second. Did you have Calm a good down. day today, Bryce? No, no. No. I didn't ask him. Bryce, how was your day? How was your day, Bryce? How, was, how are you doing, you. Bryce? How, how do week? you feel right now? <laughs> right now. I'm getting flooded right now. Say, right <laughs> now he's feeling ambushed. I can answer that one for him. Um, it's been a long week already. We put in yeah. some, we put in some hard work. We've been laying, uh, laying pipe. 
taking out old pipe, working around, working around utilities that are not, they're marked, but that's all I'm going to say about them. <laughs> and when they mark it, they have a three foot leeway on either side. So you still got to be cautious. Yeah. And then they don't tell you a depth. So you still got to be cautious till you find it. And then when you find it, you got to shovel around it and just a big, big ordeal. So, but we've been working hard. We got the project. We're on the, we're on the winning side of it. I knew we would be because we had through our, our line app, our church group, you know, group chat, we had prayers going, you know, we're knocking on heaven's door, having God keep, keep his hand of control over everything. Yes. So I know that's exactly how things got done the way they did, because there's not enough experience um, on our crew. There's not enough uh, knowledge on our crew. There's not enough finesse on our crew. There's not enough hard work. There's not enough talent for us to be able to do it without God. So that's right. I'm, I'm thankful and all the glory goes to him. So Amen. Other than that, we've been doing good. We had a good time Sunday, had a good time. We've been working really hard here lately because grass is growing, projects are being done, you know, and it's we're getting to the flow of things. And a lot of times it's like getting washed out by a wave and you're just trying to swim. We're just treading water at the moment, but we'll get there. So I can't be more thankful, though. We got a good group of kids coming up helping us. We got a... Uh, my brother works super hard for me. We work super hard together, do a good job together. So with that being said, I want to talk this tonight about getting to know each other, which obviously we know each other, but Mark's got a... I don't know. Some of our responses on these questions may have surprised the rest of us. He's, he's collaborated a large list of questions for us. <laughs> I don't know how many we're actually going to go through, but... We're, we're going to try. We're going to go through them. I already told you the one question last week off the air. I was trying to just, it was just the one that can you name all the 12 disciples? No. And we, we decided. The answer is no. That, we decided well, the we answer, can name about six. The answer is Google can. <laughs> Some of them, though, I, I don't remember that being in there. <laughs> it is. Trust it, me. There, is, there. Is. We, we looked. We did find them. We were then afterwards able to name all 12. Yep. So Google is faster than, than Bryce searching the Bible app. We're going to, we're going to go around the table and we're going to, shoot some questions and we're doing some call and response basically. Yeah. Mark's going to kind of run it. Yeah. So to speak. And a lot of these, most of these aren't like, they're not, we're not talking like super deep stuff. So there's like a good mix of just getting to know everybody better. You know, it, maybe it's part for ourselves, but then also a good part for, for the listeners. Else. Yeah. Absolutely. To kind of, cause you get a feel for us when you listen to us, but there's still, we want you to feel like you know us. Yeah. So in that case, if I, who should I start with? Because we know, we know I love picking people when they don't raise their hands. Mark is the Sunday school teacher for everyone's knowledge that does <laughs> not know. Every shy kid's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and Casey's the shy kid. Hey. hey and she I, you know always how gets I know picked. The, you know how I know the shy kids? I was the shy kid. Yeah, but you were smart, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'm not smart? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, let me, I'm going to Mark, say, save me. Save yeah, you want to say, okay, all right, all right. So in this case, we're going to go with Bryce first. <laughs> All right. I, now I'm talking about the ones that aren't shy but don't know. <laughs> oh, you should have a good one. You're smart, Bryce. Which Bible character is most like you and why? Oh, I misread that. I thought which one did you like the most and why? But okay, which one is most like you? Man, that's that's tough. That is harder than I... I, I I want to blame the mic stand being in the way and not seeing it. So I'm reading it one way. And then when I actually read it out loud, it's another. So you can, I'll let you pick which way do you want to answer that? Which one do you like the most and why, or which one is the most? I'm going to do, I'm going to do like the most because okay. I'm like none of them. If you're going to go through a list, obviously these guys were, they had a, a great enough testimony. First of all, they love God great enough. And they were good enough men to be put in the Bible. And I'm not going to classify myself as that, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I don't want to even act like I can be classified in any of the categories of these guys, you know, because you think of Paul. I wasn't as bad as him, although my sin is the same as his yeah. sin, not the same sin itself, but the same. In man's eyes, what you did wasn't as bad. Right. But in God's eyes, the it same, doesn't matter. sin is sin. But then you go on and he's writing half the New Testament or better, you know, and being a great leader and an influential man in the gospel movement of Jesus Christ throughout 
Asia Minor and all these other places, you know. So is that your favorite person in the Bible? No, nah, I'm not going to say that. There, I mean, okay, they, you could go through and just pick anyone, and I'm going to say, yep, that's good for me. Anybody who is in there, I mean, Jesus is obviously the best, don't get me wrong, but everyone in there has a good a good story, too, and they point back to the one. Was that like the easy way out, Patty? Mm-hmm. I answered that in the most roundabout question. I honestly, the way you I were going on about Paul, that's where I thought hey, he was going to hang I out. Answer, I answered that as politically as but don't I could. don't be politically correct. No, not politically correct. I was about to say, because I'm sure. I was just being a politician. Oh, don't answering do Answering a question without answering the question. <laughs> Look, he can't be the president without being a politician, Mark. Yes, I'm you not can. gonna be the president. There's no way. Yeah. I don't want that. No. The so president not- of the club. Yeah. Oh, I am that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. In that case, Casey, who's your your favorite character and why? My favorite character. It's always been Esther for me. That's why I was thinking you were going. Yeah. I I'm pretty transparent to be honest. Um like in all honesty, she's the first woman Bible character I can remember learning about that made a huge difference in my thought, my mind thought. Obviously, there's a lot of women in the Bible who did big things, even if they didn't seem big in the moment. Right. But she's courageous, you know, intelligent, willing to move even when it was dangerous to move or she felt uncomfortable moving. So right. I'd like to be more like her in okay. having that courage. But there we I'm go. Not there yet. That's got the right. same, good one. That is good. They got the same God. They're on a good start. So. Yeah. That's a good All one. All right, Miss Patty. Um, I really don't know offhand. <laughs> oh. Um, a little bit of everybody in there, probably. Way to go, Bryce. Patty, that's worse I'm than not, Bryce. I'm well, not. I wasn't trying to say well, that just to say I it. Know. But I <laughs> Which one of them isn't? I'm kind of like David because I I am after God's own heart, you know. Oh, I'm she's trying, answering from the one that's most like her. Because I'm trying to seek Him more. Right. I'm kind of like the woman at the well because he knows my faults. Right. But he still loves me. And then I want to tell everybody about him. Right. You know, I'm kind of like Esther because such a time as this is what's right now happening. So let's, let, who, who aren't so, you like, Patty? So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a little gonna, of this, we'll little that. <laughs> and that, that. I mean, that's what the Bible's for is yeah. to help you. Yeah. Any any area that you have need of, you know, in and your the, life, you can find someone that's like yes, you. Yes, and then the, the guy... Um, at the pull up at Zazda that that didn't get in the water because he couldn't get in, but that's that's kind of like me because my my sin was weighing me down that I couldn't get up and walk into the water, but then when Jesus came and said, "Take up your bed and walk," it was time. I'm on the run now. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I don't know. That's just more proof that when we <laughs> talk about the Bible being the one book that can read you. Is when you can go through these different accounts and you can associate some part Something. with some with everybody there. You know the first, what? What are the Mark? What are the first five books of the Bible called in Jewish tradition? The Pentateuch, not that Torah. Torah. <laughs> you, you ruined the whole thing, Mark. <laughs> you okay, asked the, the wrong person. Yeah. What What were you thinking? The Torah. Okay. <laughs> so Mark knows this. In the beginning. In Hebrew is actually Bereshit. Bereshit. That's what it spells. Yep. The last the last letter of Bereshit is Tav. Tav is the first letter of Torah. Okay, so Genesis, every 50 letters you get the word Torah. In Exodus, every 50 letters you get the word Torah. Then you skip Leviticus, go to Numbers, every 49 letters you get Torah spelled backwards. You go to Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, 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 every 49 letters, Torah spelled backwards. So think about that in your head. This one's pointing this way. This one's pointing this way. Leviticus is left out. This one's pointing this way. And this one's pointing this way. Because Leviticus is in the middle of them. I know, but every seven letters, guess what Leviticus spells in Hebrew? Torah. Yahweh. Oh, Yahweh. Both of them. All the laws, everything that is in the Torah, the laws of Jewish man, everything that you're supposed to abide by, pointed at who? God. Boom. That's interesting. Very that cool. is interesting. Very cool. Two thumbs up. I love it. See, everyone has gotten so so set up on 
following the rules that man has laid out, which obviously these are rules that God had God had laid. Ten of them were. Then they added the other six hundred and what three? Lots. Lots. They added six hundred and three more to satisfy man's needs or to set man apart, even though God said ten will set you apart. So that's important for us to realize. Everything we've gotten in the way, basically, of what God is trying to do. I was talking with a friend of mine who is going to a church that they're like, my eyes are being open to that this church is more of a ritual than actually a church service because there's so many rules that you have to follow. You can't do this unless you're this. You can't do that unless you do this. And none of them are according to the Bible because we were talking about it. And he was explaining we have to go through this to be able to, we have to go through like membership training to be able to be a teacher, like a teacher. It's like, they're like, I've went here my entire life, you know, and I'm 22 now and he's 21. He's like, they don't know me well enough to know that I'm going to preach what I've been taught, you know, or what's in the Bible. You got to go through this and you got to have this credential to do this. And you can't, you can teach somebody, but as long as there's a member that's there present, kind of overshadowing, overshadowing you and you're not, you don't go by what the, the, what God says or the word of God says, you go by what the deacons say or what the board says. That's a problem for me. As, a, as we, as we like to say, that's a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. And just to say that I said a long, a long, big saying to say this, if God says you can do it, you can do it as much as you want. If God says don't do it, get away. Yep. But whatever man says, if it doesn't line up with God, get away. If it lines up with God, you're good. But always be aware of what's going on to where you're not doing something that's senseless because you'll get caught up into it and you'll be 20 years down the road. You'll be like, man, what am I doing? And then all of a sudden you're like, I just need to go back to the what the weather what the word of God says. Yeah. All right. You, uh, let's see. I wonder if anyone can guess mine. Paul. Casey, who do you want to? Bryce just guessed Paul. I don't have a guess. Okay. Patty. I would say Paul. Only because you always talk about him. <laughs> uh, no, I've got a guess. Okay. I'm gonna say the. I know it's not Gigamel, but the guy who taught Paul because I uh, think Gilliam. he's gonna go. <laughs> no, not Gigamel. Gigamel. Um, most likely Paul, the only other real option I like a lot is Daniel. And there's a lot of, he's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely more Paul. I see a lot of myself more in Paul as well as someone's like, okay, you know, I was taught one thing before. Then you're, here's something new. It's like, okay, but before, so just go in here. Let me, let me dig into this. Let me learn about this. Let me make sure that if I'm going to say this, I've got it right. Mm-hmm. Right. And not being too proud or scared to after doing something. Then he went, because he wanted to get himself prepared before he went, before Peter and John and all these guys, because he didn't want to portray Christ wrong. Right. And these, so he's like, I he searched the scriptures, he learned about it. And then he's like, okay, this is what I've found based on what God has led me to. You guys walked with him. Am I do? Am I teaching anything wrong? No. It, it, he was spot on. You know what? One thing you just said sparked a sparked a thought in my mind. Paul was blinded on the road to Damascus for what three days? Yep. He had scales on his eyes. The first time that he saw the light, and we say that when we become Christians, it's you know quote unquote, air quotations, we saw the light. The first thing that he did when he saw the light was go right to the word of God yeah, and get knowledge, get wisdom. And basically a lot of people want to hear from God. And that's literally a letter he has written to you um, for knowledge, for wisdom, for understanding. And you can pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. The first thing that I think we should do as as new believers and as, as converted into Christians, we should go get to the word of God. Exactly. And that's the thing, because he, he knew so much, like he could quote anything. Well, you can you you can't be led astray either if you know yeah. if you know. So he went to study what he had missed because you know he he saw it in a new light. Yeah. Um, as he's funny he, as he that may also, sound. He saw the point to what he had memorized before. Right. 
Let's get our next question, Mark. All righty. Let's see here. Let's go. Oh, this one should be good for all of us. What is a song that has greatly impacted your faith? Hmm. Who am I leading with? What? <laughs> Casey's violently shaking her head. She's no. shaking her head. Bryce is pointing <laughs> at her. So you know what? All right, Casey. Feeling very attacked right now. She, is, she has been tribulated. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's no has been. It's a current I'm being tribulated. It's like the state of being. I think when I design that shirt, it's going to be like a, a dictionary definition. I, it's going to be the phrase, I've been tribulated. And it's going to be a couple ways that you to explain can explain it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Case, let's hear it. Song that has impacted what? Your faith. Impacted your faith. And it can be. That's such a hard Should be question. positive, but you could probably even say if there's one that's like maybe at the way the song portrayed it, it's like, that's not right. So maybe something that could have spurred you on as well to learn more. You guys, why do I have to answer the hard questions? That's fine. Um, I'm going to say that it's actually this too, the song that I wrote at that a bumpy path, yeah. bumpy time for a lot of us. Because I don't know. Literally what God was selling yeah. you. Yeah. It's something that I needed. I think it's something that a lot of people needed in that moment. And yeah. That's all I've got without knowing the whole situation. You don't know how important it was, but yeah. to me, well, it was everything for a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all that's all the questions asking is what is a song that has greatly impacted that uh, we don't have to give a story behind it. Right. You know, it's just it's impacted your faith in in a way that you're you're willing to move and listen to what God says, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right, who wants next? <laughs> Bryce, I think you just get away with pointing at everybody every time. Yeah. Okay, Patty, since he was pointing at Patty. Um, he got singled out the first question, so. I would just fr- say Jesus free. loves me. Okay, simple. I yeah. like it. Simple and to the point. See, a lot of people get away from the simplistic way. That right there is enough to get you through anything, I mm-hmm. think. Jesus loves me, this I know. For what? The Bible, the Bible tells, tells me so. so. Little ones to him belong. We're weak. weak we're weak. We are weak. But, but he, he is strong. strong. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. That's a good one, Patty. It you got me all stirred up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hit Bryce in the fields. Mark, what's your biggest... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I tried. I tried. My, oh, I, got, I got it this way because that way I can say because I have the mic in my hand. Oh, <laughs> They're on an arm, so it doesn't count. Anyways. Um, the one that has impacted my faith the most, I would I think I'm gonna go on a limb and say soul filling station. Ooh, there you, go. Goody. In, there you go. Well, not even the song itself. It's just the first one that I ever decided to I didn't decide really. They were like, You gotta sing it. You're the only one that has a male voice at the time that was willing to sing, not really willing, I guess, but <laughs> you weren't given many was choices. There. I was there. Bryce's greatest quality is he'll do whatever you ask him to do, even if he complains about it a little bit afterwards. I will not complain about it the whole time. That's not a question. But <laughs> here's the thing. It got me to a point where I'm willing to see, let God use me in that avenue where before I was like, man, that, this ain't me. I'll just play the drums. It's fine. Or try to play the bass. <laughs> but anyhow. Casey's being tribulated. Now, now it's like. <laughs> I'm singing every service, two songs, maybe one song, you know, depends on what is going on. Maybe like last week, every song. Cry about it. I was going to say, and you go out on your own and say, I got one. He does. You know, so I'm proud of you for that because you've grown a lot. He'll tell me one song Sunday night that he wants to sing and then in the middle of worship service will go. I'm going to change it. See, that, that is another thing, too. I'm looking around. I'm surveying the, not surveying the crowd it, to get, a, yeah. like, get, an, get emotions, but know what will make, know what will put them in a place of worship. Right. Yep. And you're also listening to the Spirit. That's what. And That's I was like, one of the things you got to do. I was do. like, I got to yeah. sing this because what I have planned is not going to do anything mm-hmm. for these people. You do good. Yeah. I tried. But I, I love doing it now. Yeah. And when we had a singing, I, who got the most requests? Casey. Look, I'm he just used to kidding. not want to do it, and now we can't get him to shut up half the time. Well, here's the thing. I'm just kidding. I'm a, I'm a gratification type person. I li- I thrive off of gratification. I ain't going to lie. When people tell me I do a good job, I'll run to the moon and back for you. 
So when Casey tells me I did a nice job, that makes me want to sing more songs. Mm -hmm. And when people request a song, it makes me want to sing it for an hour. And sometimes he does. <laughs> I might. No, and Casey's okay with that. Oh, You know, every song that Bryce sings is one I don't have to come up with, so... Normally I can do them on the fly too. He does do good. Gotten pretty good. Not saying that it's me doing it, but yeah, because I'm weak and he's strong. See, right. see, you yes, still got Jesus. me. Going. <laughs> All right, Mark, let's hear another one. Oh, you're not asking me now. I tried to. I know, but I made you wait. <laughs> oh, okay, Mark. What's the song that greatest impact your faith? I would have to say it's almost a tie between uh, DC Talk, Jesus Freak. And Newsboys Shine. Mm. Okay. I like those songs a lot. Why? Was it just at a pivotal good. point in your life where... It, it's just good melody and like it had a good message, like especially uh, Jesus Freak. Did you like it because of the mus musicality of it or did you like... Both. It, it, was a, it was a total package on those. Okay. You like the way it sounded and what it said? Exactly. Good. Nice. It's good stuff. Not much conversation on that, Mark. No, well, there's not much needed. <laughs> I never heard either of them. I, was saying, no. I don't know either of them. That was more no, our you had, era. <laughs> you you heard the one because I was born yet. Because uh, last week or whatever, I started playing it on YouTube to the microphone, the Shine one anyway. Not you Jesus did. Freak. You did. I still don't remember it. Bryce just inadvertently called Patty a Mark old. Mm -hmm. Said I wasn't born yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say the first. Both of you could be my parents. The first Christian song it. that I ever heard, I didn't even know was a Christian song at the time, was. Flood by Jars of Clay. Oh, so, yeah. Because it was on, on regular radio, which is what I listened to mm -hmm. at the time. So yeah, that was probably the first one I ever heard. And then it made you want to listen to Christian radio. Mm -hmm. See, boom. Faith that was impact. a little bit later on. But like, like now, like I get in all the top like three or four presets on my truck and my work vehicles are all like Pulse FM. Yeah. And then if I'm for any reason driving on someone else's work vehicle for the day for whatever reason when they get back in they're gonna have to turn the radio down because oh. i got it up and it's on pulse fm for me <laughs> give them something nice to listen to for the first two seconds before they realize what maybe, it is and then try, try and change maybe impact their faith all yeah. right let's hear the next question mark all right this is one that probably a lot of people have questions for would probably ask us themselves and here's the other thing you guys are listening to this if feel free to whenever you if you do do a review in that Answer some of these questions if you want, you know? Ask them. We'll answer them. Yeah. Well, you can answer the ones that we've put up here already. Or if you have other questions, we will answer anything you send our way. We'll do our best. Yeah. Unless there's one we can't actually answer, in right. which case, then we'll probably lead you to Google. Yep. All right. So, But the one I think they probably would ask all of us is, have you ever questioned your faith? Bryce, you're being pointed at by three people right now. I don't think that that's I. Th I don't think that that's a question that's necessarily a bad question. To no, ask. it's not at all. Because I feel like it's got a bad premise around it to where it's like if you question your faith, do you have it? But I probably shouldn't big, have asked that one. I feel like no. I feel like the biggest question everyone has is why. You know, they always want to know why things are happening to them or what. But when you, my mind goes back to Jesus on the cross. What what did he say, Mark? You just preached it. My God, my God, God why, why have hast thou, thou forsaken me? me? Obviously, we know that it's a, a, a prince, a teaching, but you think at that point in time it was a, a legitimate thought in his mind. At the same time, if God, if the Son of God can ask why, I feel like we have. There, there's some situations where we've probably bounced around on the on the question, you know, and be like, "Well, I just need to be strong." But sometimes it's okay to ask why. You know, a lot of us. I've heard it said, just ask what you need to be doing. And that certain situation, that does help out a lot. But there's some days where some days you just need to cry and complain a little bit, I guess. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Who's going next? Okay, though, did you actually answer? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have questioned. I've questioned my faith. We got to just make sure he's not giving us the politician answer around See, here. See, my, my <laughs> thing, though, is I heard this, too. Some people... Uh, not some people, our adversary, Satan, wants to attack us on our faith. Like this question, that's why this question is so prevalent. He wants to attack our faith, but we know that you have to have faith the size of a mustard seed, which all of us have gotten a mustard seed before in the service, which is tiny. Thank you, Riley. It's not about the amount of the faith. It's about who the faith is based in, you know, yeah. or who the faith is put in. So 
It's kind of a backwards question for me, Mark. That's hard to answer, but yes. <laughs> Probably stuck my answer. I was going to say, Patty is paying the least attention, so we're going to go to Patty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got me. Okay. Well, it's kind of um, hard not to. I'm sitting here, so. <laughs> Hi, everyone. No. Um, yes, I've questioned my faith before. Yes, I have. Um, not just in why I serve Jesus, but why? I think I think sometimes if we could fast forward through some things, get to the other side, see it, and then go back, it'd be a lot easier. Oh yeah, that's for everybody. I think everybody gets to a place in their in their lifetime that they question why. But I rather question why I serve him rather than be without him. Right. And what else do you have out there? You don't have anything There's else. There's no hope. There's no hope anywhere else. And that's else. exactly what he is for us is our hope. There's peace and tranquility in Jesus' name. You know, and people that, you know, I've been there before. You don't have him in your heart. You don't have him in your life. We're just empty. It's terrible. And we're looking and for everything to fill the void. I think when you get to a place where you maybe would question your faith in your relationship with Jesus Christ, I think... A little time will heal that for you. Yes. If you just hold on for five days, give it a week, give it two weeks to where you can see some light towards the end of the tunnel, I think that'll help out. Yep. And everybody goes through something Absolutely. in their life. You know, but like I'm saying, though, give it a week or two to where things aren't so fresh, the wound has healed up a little bit, and you'll still see God moving throughout your situation. Mm-hmm. Casey? I've had moments where I've had like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. That's been my thought pre- previously. Previously, Wait a second. let me ask you a question to Uh-oh. go along with that. To your point, there, have you had those same "what's the point" thoughts on uh, going to college? Oh yeah, going to work, getting your driver's license, doing all these other, you know, absolutely basic, not meaningless things, but some of these other bigger things that aren't as meaningful as your relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And I think you guys touch on relationship a lot, and that's the biggest difference for me. You know, obviously sometimes even still, I'm not perfect the other days. I'm like, yeah, what's the point? But more so than ever, I think whenever I was in a place where it was more just a a ritual or a religion, for lack of better words, where you go and show up and do the same things, there's no real connection there. You just start doing it because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. That's where I had a lot of the what's the point. Right. But more so now in pursuing a relationship with Jesus as opposed to just being a Christian because that was the thing to do. Right. That's a lot less prevalent for me. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Let's Thanks. hear all the answers. Let's hit let's hear the next question, Marcus. No because I'm tempted not to answer that one. I didn't realize. So I did I? That. Did you get asked? That? No. no oh. No, he got out of it. That's Mark. why I'm looking at him. No, let's look. I was looking at him like, wait I'm a minute. Trying to, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to try and answer this. Not have you ever? <laughs> why did you question your faith? <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I gotta answer this kind of small or or kind of like a almost a way out one because I didn't think too far ahead before I asked that question. But <laughs> my, you know how we have it scheduled. We're all doing. A service where we're doing the full sermon. Yeah. Uh, the big key part of mine revolves around that question. Okay. So all I'm really going to say is, yes, I have. And just as a little sneak peek. Um, teaser. Teaser. Doubt isn't necessarily bad. Uh, dude, it's natural. That's all I've been It's so to- natural. You can't get away from it. This is the one I was telling you about where I had the dream of that gave me pretty much... The, the whole the whole layout down to like everything. Yeah. Except for a few specific verses. I still gotta find those. But what I've been studying has been all around that. Yeah. And of course I just had to look down. I was like, let's go this one. I looked down, I'm halfway through the question before I realized I don't want to ask this question right now because <laughs> if I have to answer it, I have to find a uh political way to answer the question. Okay, Casey. I'm raising my hand in the corner. Yes. And you guys can disagree with me, but just thinking about that, doubt's not always bad. Can you truly believe in something if you've never questioned it, if you've never asked the question? I am not no, going to answer that. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I will answer that in so September just, or whatever well, just, that is. Just to go along <laughs> with that, if you haven't questioned it, 
you you haven't yet found it worthy of being in belief of. If it hasn't been tested, there's no way to know if the truth in it. Right. Like that old cereal. Basically, basically us being Christians now says that the doubt that we had was tested and it was worth what we were going through to stay in. Does that make sense to you, Patty? You're kind of lost. Look no, lost. I'm, I'm thinking of the person that's listening that's saying, I was believing and I, was, I, was, I had faith in God, but then this happened. And it's not that I'm questioning why. I'm questioning how could this happen? If I served a God, right? how could he let this happen? And I think that's another way to say that they doubted. Right. Well, yeah. my my thing is, if how could he let this happen once, like I said. Once you're through it. Once I, personally in my life, I w- we went through a huge family, family split. Mm-hmm. And I asked the same exact question, how could this happen? You know, what kind of loving God would do this to a family? But it had to happen. Mm-hmm. There was no way around what went on, you know, there... If we didn't move, we wouldn't have. We weren't going to move at all. We've made that. Yeah. None we of us were interested evident. In, in leaving. No. But here's the thing. God knew better our futures than we did. He knew better our potentials. He knew better our outreach. He knew better how we would work together than we did at that present moment. He has to do sometimes. Sometimes things get bad and sometimes things get ugly just because we will not move when we're supposed to. Yes. Yeah. You have to tear down something to build something new. To build something yeah. great. I can remember. Your grandpa had a, a raggedy old brick garage. Yes, he We did. had to tear it down to put in a beautiful new pole barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would he, if 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 he didn't know that we were building a pole barn, he'd have been devastated if he walked out there and seen him just smashing his garage. Right. But he knew that in the long run, there would be a 32 by 30 pole barn sitting there with three stalls and this and that and the other, you know, with a walkway going on to a closed-in back porch. If yeah. he didn't know that, he would have been crushed by his garage being destroyed. I don't know, because past experience of trying... So if you wanted to open the garage, we had to go into the side door, and there was not much room to get around both the tractor and everything else to right. the door open or even get to the bench at the back. So maybe, maybe not as devastated or not devastated as long, because then right. you realize something else is going to go here, but... But it's going to be sentimentality might have been yes. If if you allow It'll God, to, if you lo- uh, allow God to work and to mm-hmm. move in your life, you will see His grace and His mercy on the other side of it. Yes. Speaking to the same uh, same situation, until Bryce just mentioned it, and I have lived in that house my entire life. I forgot there was ever a white garage there. To be honest with that you, white cinder block, literally little tiny thing was probably where your Nona parks are car. Yeah, now. yeah. I, I mean, I know what it is now that you've said that, but I straight up forgot it existed, and I, it was there for. 17, 18 years of my life, if not longer. Yeah. In the same aspect, you're going to go through things. And by the time you get on the other side of it, you'll forget it even happened. Mm-hmm. It'll seem a whole lot less important by the time you get around it. Yep. Yeah. Right. I got another one. This is more of a, oh yeah. We're, and we're going to, we're going to, this is obviously they can't see this. We're going to be a little interactive on figuring out who's going to get this. We're going to do some rock, paper, scissors real fast for who's going to answer first between you three. Come on. No. Casey. <laughs> you know what? I'll just answer first. Yeah, let's I, Casey. All right. I'm going to take one for the team. Unless okay. it's a bad question. I'm then Bryce all is going to answer. I, I will say Patty was actually willing, was starting to do the rock, paper, scissors thing. Bryce just pointed at Casey. She was going with her luck, and that's, I don't want to work with luck. That's I'll generally lose. how Bryce and I's friendship goes. <laughs> My luck is bad. It's pointing at each other when we don't want to do something else. <laughs> okay. Well, if Casey do not do it, she knows that I'll have to do it. So All right. What is your earliest memory from church? Such a good question. Like an actual church service or like in the church? It just says, what is your earliest memory from church? So it could be service, could be church in general. Well, my earliest member, like memory in a church is yours and Stacy's wedding. Because I remember John having to chase me around while also trying to do the filming because I was not being a good child on the day that I was a flower girl. <laughs> I also she remember Bryce getting dragged down the aisle there. But regardless... So um, I don't remember that. I, I I know it happened because I've seen pictures, but I don't remember it. You just got that year and a half backwards where you're not building the same memories. <laughs> well, your your sister always reminds me of it. Yeah. <laughs> but she's younger than me, so, so there's no way she remembers it either. No, she's probably just been told it her entire life. 
But um, like actually, like church service wise, my first memory. Man, I'm thinking the earliest ones would be like Christmas plays or being involved in. You know what? Thank you for sparking that. I remember whenever they did the original George George. Christmas play and they had like a fireplace that was built that was hollow on the inside. I remember hiding inside of that because I didn't want to talk to people at the (laughs) ripe age of probably five or six years old. Yeah. I almost thought she was going to go with the dude. No, man. No, that was way too long. That was way... That was way before the first memories. I've got another first memory that okay. might be newer. I remember when John was a Sunday school teacher and we were downstairs sitting in, like, in the primary yes, downstairs where the boiler room was. Yep. And like, if you know John, you know that he's a large man, general like height and everything. And we're sitting like these little school desks. I just remember him sitting up at a little school desk with like crayons coloring. That's one of my first <laughs> memories. My first, my first memories, first one that I can think of. I don't know which one goes in line, like chronologically, I don't know whether it's first or the other one's first, but I remember being there on like maybe Wednesday nights or something and doing and helping clean the church with my grandma and my mom and then then sleeping under the pew on Sunday mornings. Right. I remember that. I I fondly remember that. Patty? Um I don't know. I have two that are coming to my mind. Okay. But I was I was like one, I was doing my first communion. I was Catholic when I was little and growing up. And I remember being up there with my candle. Okay. Okay. And then I have another one that probably happened years before or a year after or the same year. Um, that I was hiding under the chairs at my grandma's church. Because she went to a Pentecostal church and they were dancing in the spirit. And the ladies had their hair up. Yeah. And their hair was falling down from the bobby pins that was falling down. Yeah. Because uh, they were dancing in the spirit so much that I was hiding under the ch- chairs. Kind of nervous. Kind of nervous because yeah. I'd never seen that before. But yet I wanted to go back to see it again. <laughs> and I ended up loving it. See? Mark, what was your first experience in the church? Uh, First memorable. First memorable one. I say very first one. I wouldn't really count it as even really a church experience. So where we lived at was between the Jehovah's Witness Church and the Apostolic Lighthouse there on sixty two. Yeah, and we were, were getting babysat, and our babysitter went to that one. So we went over there, and I don't really remember too much about it. So uh, the one I would probably consider my first real memorable one was. When I started working at the pizza shop, and they knew I played guitar, probably didn't know how badly at the time, but that's okay. They learned that. <laughs> um, and getting invited out, and at the at that point in time, so how old at, were you? Oh, I was nineteen or twenty. At the, you started working at the pizza shop at nineteen. Uh, eighteen, I think. Eight, right after, pretty much right after high school and then really? college, yeah. I've never known this timeline because I knew that you and Stacy met at church, but I thought it was like six months after you started going to church or something. No. I I thought that you would be working at the pizza shop like 24, 25. No. I was still working there at 24, 25. I know you were, but but that's when I thought you would have started. But you went to school with Uncle Scott, right? Yep. So So we were in the same grade. So you knew that. So Yeah. Well, I got actually hired in just because Tommy and your Uncle Jamie came through drive-thru at McDonald's where I was working at the time. And a buddy of mine who was a manager there quit to go somewhere else. So I just came through the drive through. It's like, well, now he's gone. Are you going to be manager? I said, no, as soon as I find a place, I'm out of here. So I said, why don't you come see us on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so, 20 years later. He, yeah. And so. Wow. Get invited constantly, both from your uncles, your dad. Yeah. Um, your grandparents. Yep. Her grandparents. <laughs> Little did they know. Um, <laughs> it would stick around forever. Yep. Yes. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> they might have uh, thought twice about it. No, That's a, no, yeah. I'm it's too kidding. late now. Just kidding. It's too late now. <laughs> it's one of those things if you could fast forward and go back. <laughs> and so uh, what, I, what I was bringing up by, at this point for that one was, unlike here, 
I was the first person to wear shorts on the stage. Because I didn't know. I didn't grow up in the church. Like, just wear something nice. Like, okay. So I've got my... Cargo shorts? My No, actually, I had my Jinko skater shorts on. Yeah. And a wild blue Hawaiian shirt. That's in character. Yeah. (laughs) That's never changed. (laughs) That's not like a fad I developed later on. No, I've always loved... If you've listened this far, you know everything you need to know about Mark. (laughs) Yes. Star Wars, Hawaiian shirts, nerd. Predictable. Okay. And so, and the funny thing was, you know, because I didn't know any better of anything. And at that time, I don't know if you guys remember, on the altar, it had those white pillars, the white pillars with the fence. Yeah. So I just came over and not knowing, I just set my guitar case, propped it up against the back of the altar there, just, and just left it there and went over and plugged into one of the amps they told me to plug into. And that was it. So what happened? That was just the most, uh, I got up there and played on stage. And I, I think maybe since then one more person has been up there with shorts on the, <laughs> behind the pulpit. Did you learn quickly that there was Did no anybody tell that, you or? They, afterwards, yes. Yeah, so I was like, I just, you know, they were nice. They were clean. There were no rips. Not, nothing. Let me ask you something. Could that have been detrimental to your walk with Christ? Could that have swayed you one way or another? Them saying you can't come up here without wearing pants. It probably would have irritated me because that would have been the case. It's like, don't tell me, just wear something nice. If it's if it's something more specific, tell me. I'm the type of person. If you tell me a way I'm supposed to do something, you'll do it. That I'm, I'm going to do it that way. Right. And I don't have any problem if you're like, okay, yeah, you, you have to. These are what, what the standards are if you want to be up on stage. I'd have come dressed that way. Right. But when you leave it to like at the time, what I considered nice, you know, right, nice shorts, nice shoes. Um, and a nice clean shirt. I mean, it was all buttoned up. Everything was nice and neat. Right. But that was not quite the uh, apparel of choice. You didn't meet status quo. No, but I've heard of people leaving because of that. Because yeah. even though that's even though that seems that. childish, it's. I feel like as a person in leadership at a church, you know, as all of us are, that we got to take into consideration what you're saying. You. What you say has consequence and it holds weight, mm-hmm. possibly to someone's eternity. And that's yes. the thing. They they knew, they were understanding enough to know, hey, you know, I wasn't raised that way, so I don't... You didn't I, know. Yeah, so what I consider to be nice and neat... Was different. Was different. You know, I like, if they would have said, what do you wear for your choir concerts and things like that? Okay, I'd have come in with slacks and a, Button up a shirt. polo shirt or right, something, right. you know, but... Instead of them tearing me apart, to say, hey, you know, we'll let this pass. But just, you know, if you're planning on coming full time and you want to be up here, there is a trust standard, a little standard, you know, mm-hmm. not a very strict standard, but it's like, you know, that's like something similar to this, just full pants, not shorts. <laughs> and um, it never made sense to me. No, but anyhow, Look, let's let's get. OK, I'll say. One thing that never made sense to me, and it would never deter my faith because it's not that deep, but I still wear dresses anyways, was the woman not allowed to wear pants thing. That one got me for a minute, but we're good now. All right, we're good now. Next question. Next question. All right. I probably should have been looking while I was talking, but. Get it together. Gosh, I'm trained to be a cage fighter. (laughs) What? (laughs) Napoleon (laughs) Divine, right? (laughs) If you get it. You yeah, get it. You get it. If not, that was the stupidest thing you ever heard. <laughs> oh no, it's, it might you, still be the stupidest thing you ever heard if you got it. Uh, well, maybe the stupidest thing you've ever heard. Probably not the stupidest thing I've ever said. <laughs> all right, next question. We need a question. Uh, all right, let's see. We already did the question. Patty's going first, by the way. Patty is going to go what? first. She did just, I just volunteered. Go first? <laughs> she just she just volunteered. She just doesn't realize it. Okay. Fine. All right. Actually, I thought about asking this one first, and not just because it was the number one on the list. But what book of the Bible would you like to know more about, and why? What book of the Bible? Hmm. That's a trick question. That's a trick question. How was that? What do you want to know more about? You can know as much as you want to know. Yeah, but it's asking if there's like a specific book you'd like to know more about. You can find out all you want to know by the Holy Spirit and reading it. Okay, but let her answer the question. I will not answer that question. You not? It's a no for me, dog. Um, That's if ter- I have to answer it, you do too. No. <laughs> we need another question. Got it. You don't you have to be pushed over you to can, tell a you no. You can find out anything you want to know. 
That's right. worthless. Let me put this in there. Seek Disclaimer. out your own salvation. That's worth anything you want to know that's worth knowing about a book in the Bible by first reading it. Well, actually, first. Mark, is there a book that you wanted to know more about that that question popped up to you? Nope. He just found out as much as he wanted to know. (laughs) All right. I I was just checking. I would like to do more on, like, I do a lot of studying on, like, Daniel and Revelation, um, First and Second Thessalonians, because they have a lot of stuff that ties together. Yeah. But But what uh, do you normally do to know more about it? I read more. (laughs) See? Yeah. True question. Probably if anything else, I'd probably say if there's one thing I'd like to learn that's related to the Bible, maybe we can ask it that way. I'd like to learn Hebrew. That's valid. You need to get a, a, a Hebrew concordance or a Greek concordance. I, I remember one day uh, when Cork, you remember Corky? Mm-hmm. He was in the pizza shop. And, you know, for those that who don't know, Corky was a was a Jew. And he, and he was also a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. Like he he knew what he knew and was not ashamed of it. And he would be ready to answer any question you had. And I just happened to, he walked in one day and just, because I'd been studying stuff about that. I just, he walked in and was like, how have you been enjoying your tishri? Because that was the month on the, the Jewish calendar time. And he just looked at me and was like, how do you know that? So we just got talking about that and getting into more conversation about stuff. And that was like, I got a real interest. I always have had an interest in learning, especially because especially you know, it's the language that the Bible was written in, so right. or a good chunk of it anyway. Yeah. And there's a lot of meaning and things that we lose. Deeper understanding. Yeah. See, and that's a fair way to ask that question. Okay. Well, how about we do it that way? What's something you'd more about the Bible or something about the Bible you'd like to learn more of? The same thing as you. I would like to know more, like Hebrew, to know root words to know more meaning that it's not necessarily lost in translation because I still think the meat and potatoes of it are there. I just want to know deeper, yeah, deeper in that. Let me share you something I learned on my on my uh, five-mile walk the other day. Let's hear it. Listen to the, the one podcast I do. And first off, would you say that there are words that are always plural, never singular? Sure. I can give you a few. What are these? Glasses. Why are they always glasses and not just glass? There's two of them. Okay. How about the shirt? What is it? A shirt. Clothes. Oh, clothes. You never hear your clothes. You all, it's always everything. It's always plural, no matter how you see it. Right. So I learned this, and I, it was kind of interesting. I looked into it. Out of all the translations of the Bible, if, if we go back to Genesis 1.1, when it says God created the heaven and the earth, King James is the only one that says it as heaven. Not heavens. Have others say heavens. And the reason is that word, samayim, is the Hebrew word for heaven. Yeah. Is a Hebrew word that is always plural. See, I've never known that. And it's because it, re- and it refers to the skies. Hmm. And every other translation lists it as heavens because it's a plural word. So they define it plurally. Wonderful. Interesting. So would you guys like to learn more? Yes. Deeper stuff like that. That's cool. See, and it, the thing that always gets me is it doesn't ever contradict. It only validates further. Yeah. And that's another thing. When you know, when you're studying into some of the other stuff, like the context and things like that, if you're being misled or not, because... If you're being misled, it's not gonna. It's Line gonna. Ch- it's gonna change how you read it. Right. If you change that to skies instead of heaven or even heavens, it doesn't change what was created and doesn't change right how you read it or anything. It does nothing to it except add a add letter to, to it. it that actually kind of builds on and makes it make more sense. Especially once you get into the creation account thereafter. Right. Making more sense. All right, Mark. Let's hear the next question. Do we want to end? Okay, we can do one more. How, what time is it? 10 o'clock. Not, t- not actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's ask one more question. Okay. One more question. Like, one more, okay. Patty. One more. You can one more. It. You can do it. Okay. Uh, I have to go first again? No, I'll go first. Actually, Mark goes first this time. Why am I? Because you Just because you asked the question doesn't mean you can't go first. That is true. <laughs> I did just, though I did stop Bryce earlier. Let's see. 
Okay. What Excuse me. is the most important lesson to teach children? The song that Patty sung. Yeah, Mark. I am a child. <laughs> you are no longer a child. <laughs> Bryce is closer to being a child than you are. And he's not a child. One year. But still, I'm saying you're still closer to it and you're not a child, so therefore she's not a child. True. A child of God. Okay. Touche. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Yeah, that, um, that was... That no, was. I, I think the most important thing you can teach a child <laughs> is to live properly in front of them. You know, be a good example to them. No, what is the most important lesson to teach them? Well, that, that's kind that's, of a That's lesson. how you teach the lesson. No, you just live what you okay. teach. And if you teach teach them that it is it you will make mistakes. Oh yeah. I'm saying this without having kids. I guess I just am shooting from the hip here. Hey. Um teach them that there will be times you make mistakes. Um obviously you don't want to make them as least amount as possible. Yeah. But that there's always forgiveness. You can find forgiveness. Um, don't knowingly make mistakes. Don't knowingly do wrong. But when you do wrong, know that you can be saved from that. You can be made new from that. And go easy on yourself. It's rough out there enough by yourself. I tell without, without being hard on yourself. Like I tell some of our clients sometimes when they're say they're always like, you know, thanks for t- being patient and not let telling us how stupid we are with technology and things like that. And like to be honest. We're a lot harder on ourselves than we need to be. Yeah. So, you know, just because maybe they know something less about their product or whatever doesn't make them stupid. It just means they don't understand it. They don't understand it yet. Right. And I always tell them, I explain this when they ask, you know, what do I have to use? I'm like, well, let me be honest with you. I do more with my TV and stuff than you guys are ever going to. I watch movies, play games, watch TV. I said, and I probably use still not even half of what it can do. Right. And I always tell them that the right amount of stuff to use for what you bought is however much you want. Right. Because no one's going to come to your door and knock and say, hey, we're taking your TV back because you're not using this feature. Right. And if someone comes over and they want to use something else, let them. That's their problem, not yours. You just have to worry about how you're enjoying it. Right. And so that can also, I think, can go over as lessons he's said, you know, don't be so hard on yourself and... Don't worry about what others are saying so much. Yeah. Other people's opinions are just like other people's armpits. We have them and they stink. Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely a much politer version than I Mm -hmm. always grew up with. (laughs) And I'm not going to even hint hint at it or even say another way to say it because I kind of like Bryce's one there. Patty, what are you thinking? I'm thinking... You're right. <laughs> You're both right. <laughs> You're <Wrong>. both right. <laughs> no, but I was going to say something, Bryce. Just because you don't have children yet, there are children that are watching you. Oh, I know yeah. that. They look up to you. I know that. So so it's good that you want to show them how to live the right way, you know? I want to do the best I can in front of everyone. To be an example. Yeah. Not, in, not just in front of everyone, too. That kind of sounded wrong, but... I want to do the best I can. Integrity. When people aren't looking, I want to do the best I can when mm-hmm. people are looking because I know God's watching all the time. And like you're saying, I'm aware mm-hmm. that there are young, you know, younger boys that are watching. And if I can show them, you know, that I'm not perfect by any means, but there, you can live a godly life. You can represent uh, Christians the best way possible, you know, as well as you can. I'm going to try my best to do that. Mm-hmm. Casey? Best lesson to teach children. Children. Mine, I also don't have any children, so just shooting from the hip like on ideas here. Like Patty said, though, there I are know. people watching. Right. Children. I think one of the biggest things that kids need to hear and need to know is that I am not limited. You know, they need to hear that they are capable of anything. And right. not even just in their own strength, but also speaking. God's definitely yeah, not God limited. is not limited. Yeah. At you all. know, I just I heard that the other day. People talk about hearing God speak or whatever and not like aud- audibly, 
but the thought came to my mind, you know, I'm not limited. I'm not limited. I was like, well, why am I thinking this? And it hit me. It's God saying, I'm not limited. So I think people need to hear that, and kids especially, whenever they're, there's a lot of people telling kids what they can and can't do, um, telling them what they're capable of, giving them. Shutting their future down before it happens. And just to know that even in yourself, first of all, you're not limited to what other people say that you're limited to. Right. But also. Especially with God. Right. With God, there's no such thing as a limit for what God can do in your life through your life. I was watching this video, right? And it was Kevin Wallace. He's in Detroit at the moment. Uh, Trust me, I know. I almost got told to pack a bag last night. I know. My brother's like, I'm really trying hard not to go. I was like, I need you at work tomorrow. Said, what if we just drive I, to Detroit? I, I told her, said, you know, I don't work Monday or Tuesday. I go see some Kevin Wallace too. <laughs> well, he he started talking about the potter. And he said, a potter is different than an artist, different than a sculptor, because the artist paints on one side of the canvas. The sculptor uh, sculpts out one side of a of a of a mural, the other side is still stone, but the the potter puts it on a wheel and spins it around so you can't just get one side. He works on the things that no one can see. I actually saw something about pottery or, yeah, pottery this week on a show. And it was how to form something on the wheel. Yeah. One hand's molding, but the other one's holding it steady. Yep, right. One's applying pressure. The other one's making sure that it stays Doesn't firm. Doesn't break it, right. When he when he started talking about that, I about started jumping up and down because I was listening to just a short clip in the McDonald's drive through on the way yeah. here. And it was, he said, the inner parts and the structure and the integrity are what he's working on. He's building up the the inner walls and he's forming the outer walls. He's not making one side uh, better than the other and he's not making one side stronger than the other, but he's making the whole thing to where it's a worthy vessel. And I can verify as being an artist and having done pottery and things like that that is a hundred percent accurate representation of it yeah and the other nice thing of it is you can if you have a piece that's broke or doesn't fit right it can be smashed down then put back with the water to make it wet to then make more of a sludge to either reform it into another piece or reform it into something that can hold the other pieces there right. it's all you can all until it's kiln dried even the broken stuff is reusable. Yes. It's always up to the potter. Exactly. Until it's time to put it in that fire because it's the finished product. And like the the song that from me and Casey's one of our favorite genres, the potter knows the clay. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to say I love you guys. We appreciate you jumping on with us. We thank you for joining in with us and listening and giving us a little chance here to spread what God has put on our hearts to spread. Um, and with that, I'm just going to say love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey, both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comment section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week. 